You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. You're listening to a Countout Podcast. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Independent Waters. I am your host, Mikey Man Freddy, and joining me, as always, is none other than the other host of this show, Zach First Try Batista. <laughs> Zach, <laughs> Zach, <laughs> Zach, how's it going, my man? You know, it would have been—it's it, it, going great. It would have been better if I didn't fuck up the recording and forget to record. Oh, what do you mean? This isn't the second time we're recording. Oh this yeah, episode. totally. This is, like I said, you're Zach First Drive Batista. This yeah, is take totally. one. We totally, take one just, of one. Yep, we totally didn't just record a whole episode and then I realized that I missed all of it. We got through literally the whole episode. <laughs> literally, we were at the end of the last <laughs> match, and then I go to my recording. I'm like, oh, like, how long are we doing this week? I'm still on the first five minutes. I'm just like. Oh, man. It's, it's just sometimes shit happens, dude. It's no worries. We, it, listen, we, get to, we just get to talk. We just get to gush about these matches again. Exactly. It's easy. Anyway, we are like like I said, we're here to gush about matches and talk about wrestling. Yeah, that is what this show is all about. So we are here to bring you that. Zach, what matches did you bring to the table this week? Let the people know. For the second time today, <laughs> I brought Genocide versus Kylan King at Mission Pro Wrestling because Mission Pro Wrestling is fucking awesome, and I will support this product however long it lasts. And then I brought Chucky e. T, a.k.a. Chuck Taylor, going against Eric Cannon at First Wrestling, a wrestler I've never heard at, at a promotion I've never heard at. So, Perfect. anything's you, fucking you, possible. You've never, heard of, you've never heard of Chuck Taylor? Oh, you... <laughs> I literally picked this match because I just wanted Chuck e. T in a singles match because I haven't seen Chuck Taylor wrestle in God knows how long, and I think he's a bit underrated in the best friends. That's fair. That's fair. I agree with you. All right, you well, I, I brought to the table... A promotion that we have watched before from an event we've watched before. I brought a, a match from UKPW, United Kingdom Pro Wrestling, from the event press start. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the wrestlers involved are two wrestlers I've never heard of. Clementine taking on Evie Madden. And this is the first round of the UKPW Women's Title Tournament. 
Ooh. So these two are fighting to get a possible shot at the women's championship in UKPW. I love me a good tournament. Like, how could you hate a tournament? Yeah, you can't. It's great. It always it always makes it, it tournaments always make things feel so important. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also brought to the table uh, for science. We have to we have to test. Me and Zach are are testing a theory currently. Yep. And that theory we're testing is that Speedball Mike Bailey can't have a bad match. Cannot. Every match so far, high meth, mark out. Never anything below it. Never a meth. Never a miss out. If he ever gets a miss out, hell is frozen over, and I just won't know what to do with myself. That's true. So, to continue trying to prove this theory, I brought to the table Mike Bailey versus Biff Busick. Ooh. Biff Busick, uh, you fan, some some of you fans may know of as Oni Lorkin from WWE. Who just got? Who recently just got released and is a free agent again? And I'm very excited to. Che- I was very excited when I saw this match that just got uploaded five days ago, uh, and I had to watch it because right now it's it's sitting at a pretty like 1,200 views or something like that, mm, uh, okay, and it deserves really... it deserves 12 billion. <laughs> That's high um, praise. Yeah. Uh, you'll see why when we get to the review of this match, but uh, Biff Busick versus Mike Bailey from Beyond Wrestling is my match is my second match of the week, and of course we have our surprise match, which we both took a look at, which we'll get to at the end of the show. Uh, Zach, who kicked us off last week? I believe that it was you that kicked us off last week. So why don't you start us off then? All right, let's start up for the people at home because I fucked up the recording. I'm gonna start off hot with this shit. <laughs> So let's go with Chuck Taylor and Eric Cannon at first wrestling. Mm-hmm. That's okay. first. That's F1 RST wrestling. Interesting okay. spelling. That's yeah, a great I've, match. I've seen like a match or two from this promotion and it's been solid. Mm-hmm. This match is fucking awesome. It's a gr- It's like a well-wrestled match that's amplified by everyone in this match involved, the ref included, as well as a crowd that was as nuclear as Chernobyl. Nice. And... This isn't just any old referee, Mikey. No, no, this is one of my favorite AEW referees. One of the most expression... One of the most... Uh, what's the word? Has the greatest expressions, the greatest energy. Bryce Ramsberg. Oh, my man. Bryce Ramsberg is the shit. Him and Aubrey Edwards are like... I can't get enough of either of those refs. Knox is great, too, as well as... um. Oh, shit. AEW just has a wonderful Honestly, referee team. By the way, the referee core, I fucking love how the referee core actually does things. Yeah, man. As opposed to where in WWE they get pushed and they're just like a fucking piece of paper in the wind. They just get blown over and are gone for the rest of the match. Yeah, like the the wrestler will like accidentally bump into him and they're like, oh, oh, oh. This anime just fall on the ground, just laying there, <laughs> just completely out for the rest of the match. It's like, what happened, bro? I'm <laughs> I'm hit. I'm hit. I'm down. Oh, Call the replacement. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, call Charles Robinson. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so why don't you get into this match? So, this match, in a surprise twist, actually has Chuck Taylor acting as the heel in this match. Very interesting. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, Chuck Taylor's a heel. Like, what, Chucky what a, T, what are you doing? Bizarro world here, and Cannon is the face, because he's the hometown <laughs> hero, so he's just fucking over to the moon and back. Like, he's gone to space, and he's come back, he's got rocks. Bizarro world. They're cheering who they usually boo and booing who they usually cheer, Maggle. Oh, my God. Ah, <laughs> uh, quote will go down in history. Anywho, 
For some reason, though, Chuck really hates Bryce in this match. Why? Like, it literally, like, before the How match starts... How can you hate starts, Bryce, for one? I don't know, but he, like, before the match starts, he just takes his jacket off, and instead of, like, putting it on the outside, he throws it to the mat, points to it, and tells Bryce, pick that up and get it out of here. <laughs> and Bryce is like, what the fuck? And even commentary is like, oh, I guess Chuck Taylor just really lo- hates Bryce for some reason right now. Maybe Fair. he owes him something? Who knows? Uh-uh. So the match starts, these two circle the ring, with Cannon hyping up the crowd, because he want, cause he can, because it's his ha- it's his crowd, basically. And Taylor is, as I've written down here, intimidating Bryce. Like, he's walking around the ring, and he's, like, doing, like, the fake-out, like, stepping towards Bryce, and he's gonna punch him in the face, and Bryce is, of course, shrinking back in fear. And Sounds I'm about s- right. So eventually, Cannon takes over, thanks to a series of quick holds on Chuck, and while Chuck does throw him off with an Irish whip, it's the classic spot where Cannon just runs the ropes and uh, shoulder tackles him to the floor, Chuck flees to the outside where there's literally no space. It's like two feet of space and the railing and the crowd. I don't know how he got around there as well as he did. But that doesn't stop him from calling a timeout. He's like, timeout, I need time to I need time to, re- to recover. And I'm like, bruh, he's got shoulder attack. Huh? So <laughs> Chuck gets back in the ring and he goes to Bryce. He's like, he pulled my hair. And Bryce is like, he pulled your hair. And he goes to Cannon. He's like, did you pull he his hair? He pulled your hair? While the crowd's like booing him mercilessly for this. And they're like, oh, shut the fuck up. You did not do that. And he's like, no, what? <laughs> Commentary's like, it was a shoulder tackle. Where did the hair get pulled? <laughs> so eventually the two get back into this. They get into another call tie-up. And Chuck locks uh, in a wrist lock first on Cannon. But Cannon counters that with one of his own. And then he bites Chuck's hand, but he does it, like, away from Bryce. And as Bryce is trying to, like, you know, get around so he can see it, he's, like, running in circles as Bryce is trying to see him. And eventually he stops biting his hand. And Chuck's, like, the fuck is he still in the wrist lock? And he, like, hops towards him on one knee, like, towards Bryce. And he goes, he bit me! And Bryce is like, bit you? And then he's, like, and then he just bites him on his hip. Damn. And Bryce is, like, freaking out. And the room is like, ow! He's like, what the fuck? Cannon lets go because he's like, oh shit, he just bit the ref. <laughs> so the two of them separate and then circle the ring once more before uh, Chuck puts his hands up like he's gonna go for a like a lock like a lockup with him, like a test of strength. And then he just sucker kicks Cannon in the gut. Damn. He beats him down the corner and then he struts like a peacock like the cock that he is right now. As Cannon... <laughs> he struts like a peacock like the cock that he is. <laughs> So Cannon crawls to the opposite corner, and in this corner, Chuck Irish whips into another one and goes to run at him. But Cannon gets his foot up, and then he goes into his jacket for some reason. And he pulls out a fucking PBR. (laughs) Sponsored. Of course, because as... No, I'm not even kidding. There's literally, like, on the stage, there's, like, I shit you not, a, like, 10-foot-tall, seemingly giant PBR, like, logo of the can. Oh, actually sponsored. Yeah, actually, like, sponsored. And I'm just like... (laughs) I'm like, well... I mean, sh- I guess you got to get your advertising in somewhere. And I actually like this advertisement. Which eat, you'll eat your heart out, Matt Cardona. You will never hear. <laughs> you'll never hear me say I like an advertisement or a product placement. But this one was actually quite funny because he gets the beer and he single leg takes down Chuck Chucky e. T, and he locks him in a single leg figure four mm-hmm. as he's standing up, and he just cracks open the beer. Starts to chug it as Chuck's like flopping around the floor and he looks at him. He just pours it on his face. He flops around some more. Chuck gets out of the hole. He's all pissed off. He runs at Cannon. Now he's covered in beer. Swings at him. Cannon ducks it. Then he domes him with the fucking beer. Goes to pin him. Chuck kicks out. He then crawls over to the other side of the room with a beer landed. And he just finishes the beer off. (laughs) 
Listen, you oh you got you can't waste beer. Can't waste good alcohol. Eh, uh, P- I wouldn't say PBR is good alcohol. This is true. Oh, I, was, I actually forgot too that he spit a it's fucking like beer fine mist in alcohol. Him. It, it gets the job done. Yeah. I forgot also that he spit a beer mist in Chucky e. T's face when he ducked the when he like ducked the strike. Oh, nice. Which you know, I, I guess. I mean, if you're gonna have beer on you, I guess that's, that's one of the le- uh, more pleasant ways to get it on you. I guess. Yeah, I guess so. So he gets Chuck on the ropes and he chops him so hard that Chuck just falls to his knees. And then okay. the Irish whips him, which results in the two exchanging arm drags, and then they start, like, single leg, like, take down each other. Pinfall. Failed attempt. Like, one, two, kick out. Slip the other one's legs out. One, two, kick out. They go and, like, they get really into this. Like, ton of energy, ton of momentum, and Bryce the f- gets so into this that he sweeps Chuck Taylor as he's about to go for Cannon, covers him. Cannon sees this. He's like, oh, fuck yeah. One, two, three. Fucking Bryce pins Chucky e. T. And he celebrates like he's actually won this fucking match. Bryce wins! Bryce Game wins! Over. The crowd we don't need the rest of this match. Bryce, Bryce Ramsberg wins. Cannon lifts him up like he's fucking li- like he's lifting Simba up onto the top rope so Bryce can like t- celebrate to the crowd. Chucky e. T gets up. He's like, what? The fucking sprints my... at Cannon. Sucker punch from behind, beats his ass down. Dude, my favorite is how Cannon saw this. It was just like, oh, guess I'm the ref now. Yes, I'm the ref now. <laughs> homie homie sprung, homie <laughs> understood the assignment. <laughs> sprung into action. Instantly got it. Fucking shoves Bryce when Bryce gets down because he realizes Cannon's getting his ass kicked. And he's like, <laughs> and he's like, what the fuck are you doing? And Bryce's like, ah. Not oh, right. I'm, I'm not a wrestler. Oh, got man. a bit into that. Whoops. And then like he immediately goes into referee mode because Chuck just starts to beat the shit out of Cannon. Crowd is booing him mercilessly. He doesn't give a fuck. No one likes him in this match. Except for himself, I guess. I mean, of course, Chucky e. T likes himself. Of course. So after the, this this cycle of him getting beaten up eventually gets broken up when Cannon soup goes, like, counters a suplex attempt from Chuck, gets out of a waist lock from him, and then he runs into the corner. So Chuck runs after him, and Cannon uses the corner to hop over him. From the corner, Chuck mm-hmm. back elbows him in the face, and then Cannon dodges a strike for him and counters that into a swinging neckbreaker, which just wipes them both out. Very nice. Bryce then starts to count for both of them. Classic Bryce. One! Looks for them both. Big wind-up. Two! Mm-hmm. They get to, like, eight, and Chuck, like, clings to the ropes to get it up, and then Cannon, the fucking show-off that he is, kips up to his feet like it's fucking nothing. Damn. Riding this momentum... Cannon blocks every move, every strike that Chuck gives him, and he responds back with one of his own each time. And as a result of this, Chuck ends up in the corner after Cannon dodges a body splash from him. Mm-hmm. So he starts to fight back with a... Chuck fights back then with a boot to the face and then a sunset flip. But Cannon quickly turns things around by flipping out of the said flip and drop kicking Chuck in the face. Damn. In control now, he chops Chucky e. T in the chest till he's laying on the ropes. And then he woos in his face really obnoxiously, and the crowd woos back. <laughs> so Chuck counters an Irish whip of his with an inverted face stomp face breaker, or the easier term, eat defeat. Love it. A fucking great name. It works on so many levels. Mm-hmm. Falls up with a urinagi, and slowly he ascends the top rope, and he does, like, a picture perfect. Like, you can take a picture of this of, like, beautiful moonsault. That's what picture perfect means. Mm-hmm. Unbeknownst to him, though, oh, my God. <laughs> Cannon's rolled towards the corner so he just flips and lands on fucking nothing he just wipes out on the mat and immediately after landing cannon picks chuck up and drops him with a pump handle overhead suplex but Mm -hmm. it doesn't get him the win surprisingly enough 
I thought it was unique enough that it was his finisher. Evidently, I'm a stupid bitch that was wrong. <laughs> okay. Anywho. So after kicking out, Chuck crawls to a corner where he is beaten repeatedly by Canada until the Irish whips Chuck into the opposite corner. He then psychs himself up. Like, he's got himself, like his face towards the turnbuckle. He's, he's living off the crowd's energy. He sprints to the corner. And then Chucky T just meets him with a knee to the face, a super kick to the face, and he spikes him into the mat with a DDT. Nice. And somehow Cannon kicks out it too. Fucking Very. wild. Damn. So, but Chuck is adamant. Bryce fucked this up. He pinned him in this match. He's been out for him all this match. He fucked it up. It's three. Gets in his <laughs> face. It's three. Bryce like, two. So he shoves Bryce. Bryce Damn. like, oh, you fucked up. Shoves Chucky you T done, back. You done fucked up. Chucky T shoves Bryce back. Shoves him so hard, in fact, that Bryce rebounds off the ropes, flies into Chucky T, and then hits him with his head scissors takedown by accident. He then gets up, and Chucky T is fucking furious as Bryce like, no, 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 it was an accident, I swear. He goes to swing at him. He dodges it, and as he runs towards Bryce, or towards where Bryce was, Cannon has gotten up at this point, and he punches Chuck in the face, super kicks him, then he hits him with a snap swing neckbreaker off the ropes for the win. Damn. Awesome fucking match. Sounds good. This match is a great example of why sometimes it's good to just play into your crowd's preference. Hometown hero, play it with a dick of shield that's Chucky T. Have him, like, be all up. Everything he did was over. They played into everyone's strengths in this match. Crowd fucking loved it. I fucking loved it. It gets a mark out. Nice. Easy. Love that. Seems like seems like it was a very solid match. Very solid. Very fun match to watch. I was dying of laughter at so many of these spots. Like, the facial expressions of everyone was just fucking... It was... Uh, Chuck T played such a good straight man to the absolute... I can't even say goo. I almost say goofiness of Bryce and Cannon, who were just playing it up. Yeah, the fucking seems, seems like they were really, uh, really hamming it up. The fake pinfall into the celebration fucking killed me. That was so, that, that was so funny. That must have been awesome to watch. It really was. All right. Well, let's get into my first match of the week, which I will start off with Clementine versus Evie uh, Evie Madden. From United Kingdom Pro Wrestling UKPW in the women's title tournament. Uh, this one this one starts off right out of the gate with Evie going straight after Clementine's arm. Basically, after some chain wrestling, uh, Evie spots her target, locks on, and goes after Clementine's arm for basically the whole match. Just laser focused, basically. Laser focused on that arm, yeah. Uh, she hits, like, a, she stomps on it, she does, like, the thing where she, like, wraps her leg around it, then falls backwards. Uh, mm. you know, a lot, just really work at that shoulder, making sure, uh, because her finishing move, uh, is, uh, the master key, which is, like, a Kimura lock, so that's why she's going for the shoulder. Oh, okay, that makes sense. It's sort of like a Kimura lock, but instead of, like, you know how Brock, like, lays into it? Oh, uh, yeah. It's, it's like that, except she stays sitting up. Oh, uh, Okay. So she really just works the shoulder. Uh, and yeah, so goes right after that shoulder, right off the bat, knows her target, wants to set up for that finishing move. So uh, very good storytelling and very good wrestling right off the top from Evie Madden. Very smart wrestling. Uh, then there's then Clementine uh, gets a little bit of momentum, hits some arm drags on Evie, hits one, hits two, goes for a third, but then on the third, Evie's able to stop 
Clementine's momentum and like pull her back up. Mm-hmm. And then she hops off the second rope and hits an arm drag of her own onto Clementine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was pretty dope. Then, sick. yeah. Then Evie goes to follow up with like a, a clothesline and hits and uh, eats a drop toehold, falls onto the middle rope. And when she falls onto the middle rope, Clementine hits her with a cross body to her back Ooh. and slamming her neck into the ropes. Damn. Uh, then Clementine hits Evie with a step-up elbow drop. And what I mean by that is, you know how Seth, Seth Rollins does the uh, the stomp after he like hops off their back? Yeah. Basically, Clementine does that same thing, except, go, except, except instead of going for a stomp, she hops up. And then lands an elbow drop on the on the on their back. Oh, uh, which was very cool. Uh, then Clementine uh, uh, goes for an arm drag out of the corner, uh, but Evie rolls through, kicks out Clementine's legs, and now they're both sitting face to face. And Evie grabs Clementine's arms, takes her legs, and spreads Evie's legs out to like far enough where it hurts. Oh. And then she starts pulling Clementine forward in like a submission hold. Okay. Uh, but then Clementine starts pulling back on Evie and they start going back and forth with this submission hold. Oh. Um, and at one point, one I forgot which one it was, but one of them is like, okay, wait, 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 stop, 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 stop. On three, we let go. Deal? And it was like, okay, they both reluctantly agreed to this deal. Mm-hmm. And then they both count the three together. And then as soon as they hit three, both of them start yanking again. <laughs> it's like the most fucked up seesaw I've ever heard of. Yeah. Both of them start yanking again and they both go, ow, 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 ow. Ref, we need some help. <laughs> and the ref's like, what? And she's like, she's like, you got to count the three for us. And then on three, we let go. And the ref's like, okay. And the ref's like, one, two three and then on three they both let go and stand up then leave it to a third neutral party to resolve when two sides refuse to give up oh yeah that's basically exactly what happened um then uh there's one point where clementine uh gets evie into the corner Mm -hmm. uh she goes for a running splash but evie is able to like dodge out of the way okay and clementine ends up in the corner and when she does evie follows up uh, her missing with a European uppercut, mm-hmm. then hits like that CM Punk like style step up knee, mm-hmm. uh, and then that step up knee takes Clementine down while she's on the ground. Evie gets up on the second rope, hits an elbow drop off the second rope, Ooh. goes to pin Evie. Evie kicks out. Okay. Uh, then Evie goes for the same thing Clementine was going for, like a splash in the corner. Mm-hmm. But then Clementine moves out of the way. Oh. Uh and moves out of the way, takes down takes down Evie, goes up to the t- goes up to the second rope and hits a cross body off the second rope, goes okay. for the pin. Nice. Evie kicks out. Evie kicks out. Uh and when she does kick out, she is able to lock in the master key. Oh. Uh which to which Clementine, like, since, since a crossbody just happened, they were kind of close to the ropes. Mm-hmm. So as soon as she locks in this ma- the master key, Clementine, like, scooches forward and gets her legs on the ropes. Ooh. And is able to get okay. a rope break. Nice, nice. Uh, so when she gets up out of this rope break, 
uh, Evie goes for Evie goes for a clothesline, but Clementine counters it with like a kick to the head into an Olympic slam. Oh, <laughs> uh, goes for the pin. Evie kicks out. Then, uh, Clementine tries to continue the assault, but Evie out of nowhere hits a bridging suplex. Uh, like, hits the suplex, bridges for the pin. Mm-hmm. Uh, ref counts one, two, then, uh, Clementine, like, rolls out of the pin. But mm-hmm. as she rolls out of the pin, Evie keeps rolling through with her and locks in the master key again. Oh my god. And while she's locking in the master key, uh, Clementine's, like, scrambling to find any way to the ropes, but she can't get there in time. Clementine taps out to the master key. Evie wins this match. Damn, bro. Evie Madden taking it home. Sounds like a good on match. in the women's title tournament. Yeah, it was pretty solid. It was a little clunky here and there. There was a little point that that felt like it was like, oh, like, yeah, you could tell that was a setup, you know? Mm-hmm. But uh, all in all, definitely a solid wrestling match. Very much enjoyed watching it. Uh, super cool to watch both these two. Uh, uh, to watch these two go. I'm going to give this one a meh. Solid. Uh, not, like, stunning, incredible. Not, like, blow me away. Not terrible it was good it was solid it was decent uh so if you want to go check that out it's over on ukbw youtube channel for free just like all of our matches here on independent waters a so yeah uh that was a pretty solid one zach what's your next match you brought to the table let's go into king versus genocide all right let's do it so this is a entertaining match between two absolute powerhouse wrestlers Okay. With a bit of fun sprinkled into it because this is a Halloween show, basically. Ooh, just in, just in time. <laughs> just in time. It also takes place in a pretty You're interesting... You're on November uh, 10th. Yeah. <laughs> it also takes place in a pretty interesting environment. It looked like a soda can factory at first, not gonna lie, but, like, someone in the comments was like, oh, yeah, no, it's a brewery, and I was like, oh. Neat. neat. To be honest, my first impression was that I thought it was a big kaiju thing because the soda cans looked like a fucking skyscraper for some reason. <laughs> And my first thought was just big kaiju battle. <laughs> yep. Imagine, just like, oh my god, here he comes. Oh. <laughs> like, well, oh man, now I can't, of course now I can't remember anybody from kaiju big battle. Oh, here comes the American beetle. <laughs> Don't worry, my, I'm, I'm awful with names. It takes me so long to learn wrestlers' names. Yeah, it's sometimes it's tough, man. Especially in kaiju big battle where their names are like the American beetle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or like some ridiculous stuff. It's absolutely ridiculous. Just out there, just... No, you're not even going to be able to do a shot. Yeah. All right, let's get into this. So, straight out the gate, these two lock up in a collar and elbow tie-up. Except, unlike usual ones where they, like, eventually let go, these two are, like, two bulls fighting, like, locking horns with each other. Mm-hmm. They refuse to let go. They want to prove they're stronger than the other one, so they end up, like, spilling around the ring, going to the outside... They end up, like, pushing the other one onto, like, the fans. Like, they go back and forth doing this. And eventually, the two of them realize the ref has been counting. And he is at eight right now. And they're like, oh, oh shit. And they both just run into the ring at, like, nine. Oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. And the commentators are like, oh, shit. Almost a ten count. Almost a double count out, by the way. Because I loved how much the commentary was. These two commentators' names were, also because they're written in the description, this was Willow Nightingale. Oh, nice. Who is always fantastic. And Sam Laterna. Both these two did a great job in this match. Just selling the match in general. Nice. Sounds like a solid a solid team. Mm-hmm. 
So sticking with this theme of strength here, back in the ring, these two engage in another test of strength. In which King initially gets the upper hand, but Genocide then pushes her back and forces her into, like, to arc into a bridge. Mm-hmm. And then King's like, nah, I'm not going down. She pushes up, she fights back up, and then Genocide trips her and she falls to the mat. Oh, rip. So King tries to take back control after this with a headlock, but Genocide counters it with a head scissors hold. And seemingly, King starts to do the handstand trick to get out of this hold. You know, like, handstand up, push yourself out, like, you know, like the classic. Except mm-hmm. she tries to mix this up by faking Genocide out. Like, she goes, like, on one leg. Hops down, goes on the other leg, just back and forth. And then she just handstands and falls on top of Genocide. But as she, like, rolls onto her, she grabs her head and locks her in a headlock. Damn. really well done. Like, just, like, it was just very, what's the word, smoothly executed. Okay. Unfortunately for her, though, Genocide is quick to counter this with a cross arm bar before the two get to their feet. And King tries to fight back, but Genocide maintains control by just kneeing her in the gut over and over again. She then throws King into the corner, which hits a running back elbow on a massive big boot, which knocks her down into the corner to the point where she's now, like, sitting in the corner. And then, terrified, because she's too hard to get up, she has to watch as Genocide full sprints at her across the ring and clotheslines her. Oh, Fucking damn. Yeah, fucking impact. So after this, Genocide knocks King down and locks her in a shoulder lock. And King, though, is able to make sorry, a comeback. Sorry, sorry, impact? I thought this was mission. Oh, my God. No, no, maybe someday we'll, we'll do an impact <laughs> match. Someday. Someday. So she knocks King down, locks her into shoulder lock, and then King makes a comeback by running the ropes and hitting Genocide with surprisingly a wheelbarrow arm drag. Oh, nice. Yeah, whipping out all the tricks. <laughs> Genocide's recovering in the, the corner now. Sink. King follows up with a running body splash and an elbow in the corner before she snapmares Genocide out into the ring. Dives over her, and then she meet, runs back at her and meteors her and turns it into a pin. Mm. But Genocide counters with a pin of her own, which causes the two to, in a much less painful seesaw like your match, Mikey, these two seesaw back and forth, just, like, exchanging pin after pin on each other until eventually they separate from each other. They got a nice clap for me in the crowd for that. Well nice, done, you two. Nice. The two of them get to their feet, and they just go ham on each other with strike after strike. Each of them just enjoying the fact they have an opponent that can take their hits and then dish it out right back at them. Finally, a worthy opponent. Uh, Our battle will be legendary. legendary. I fucking love that meme. And then the two of them just release a battle cry, go right back at each other, and Genocide cuts King off with an European uppercut. King then gets in a series of kicks, and then the two simultaneously roundhouse kick each other in the face, knock each other both out. Damn. The first to her feet is Genocide, who lifts King up onto her shoulders in a fireman's carry. However, King elbows her way out of it and rolls Genocide onto her knees, before then driving through her face with her knee. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. That sounds... that You made that sound more brutal than it yep. probably was. It was very much like a... Oh. Or, or just as brutal, I don't know. Both, we'll say. <laughs> okay. Sounds good okay, to no, me. So, no, no, a great, no. great compromise. <laughs> so in response to this, Genocide is actually getting some payback by backsliding King. Except she re- deliberately releases the pin early so the King like flips backwards onto her knees. And then she grabs her arm and ripcords her into her knee and she, as she knees her in the face instead. King is blasted at this point. So Genocide's alright. I'm going to get something fun from under the wings. So she goes, goes from one side to the other. I'm like sitting there going, what the fuck is she going to get? This is a normal match. And what does she pull off front of the ring, Mikey? But a plastic jack-o'-lantern bucket filled with candy. With Yay! candy. Yay! Time for trick-or-treating! It's got to be, you got Halloween, you got to have some candy. 
Always. So she dumps it in the middle of the ring, and King has this shock expression that basically sells it like tax, which is what commentary sells it like. <laughs> no, no, please. Not the candy. <laughs> and fuck it, like, commentary did such a good job with this. This is, like, one of my standout moments. Like, Willow Nightingale pulled some William Regal-ass logic out here to explain how detrimental it would be for a wrestler to get dropped on that candy. It's, like, <laughs> sticky. It could be hurt. Something could jam into your back. I'm just, like, I'm, like, I'm here for it. Hit me with the fucking Regal co- the Regal logic. I fucking Willow, you so- Willow, you sold me. You sold me. You boomed me. <laughs> so the candy's now on the floor, and the two then fight over to see who's going to end up getting dropped onto it first. And neither one can get the job done. So King just is like, fuck it. She spears Genocide repeatedly into the corner after this. And Damn. then Genocide dodges a strike from her, puts her in the corner instead, and then strikes her over and over. Okay. Except thanks to okay. a well-timed kick by King, she gets out of the corner and goes for a finisher on Genocide. But Genocide's got it scouted. She anticipates this and elbows her way out of it. So she goes mm-hmm. for her tombstone finisher on King. But King, same tr- same deal with King, though. She knows this is, so she knees way out of it immediately. Unfortunately for her, though, Genocide doesn't give her any breathing room here and was just in total, you're not fucking getting away from me mode by just instantly suplexing her into the candy. She Damn. sells this like she's just dropped on some tax, basically. <laughs> fucking loved it. So they get to their feet, they clear the candy away, commentary's like, oh, that's probably a good idea to clear the candy out of the way, and in my head, I'm like, well, can't do it with tax, might as well do it with candy. Might as well. So, on their feet, Genocide quickly retakes control with a rapid series of forearm strikes, however, King nails her with a European uppercut. So, Genocide okay. responds with one of her own, and then, like, basically, King, like, falls into the ropes, and she, like, stumbles forward, like, where she's leaning onto Genocide's shoulder. Mm-hmm. And as Genocide starts to walk, King shoves her. So Genocide trips. So she turns around and then gets super kicked and super kicks King in the face. Ooh. She did not like being shoved. Yeah, so then she gets um, King in like a sideways hold. Kind of like Mark Henry's like world's strongest slam. Okay, yeah, I got you. And then she like goes one way. She flings Je- uh, King the other way and he catches her and flatlines her into the mat. Fucking looks awesome. But it doesn't get her the win. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. So Genocide's like, all right, I'm finishing the this match off now. Continues. Picks King up, but King shoves her away. She Genocide goes to swing at her. She kicks her arm away, so she spins around. And as she comes back to face King, King kicks her in the side of the head and then nails her with a cutter, which, to the surprise of everyone, myself included, gets her the fucking win. Damn. Out okay. of nowhere. I- by God, out of nowhere. King sold this really well. Her eyes were like just full bolts. Like, holy shit, I won off that fucking cutter. Commentary mm-hmm. selling it. Crowd's cheering. I'm like, well fucking done. Well, Good shit. well fucking done. And this match gets a high met for me. All right. A very fun match that I had a good-ass time with. And the wrestlers clearly had a great time putting together. I Seems picked this like match it. because I... When this when we first did this series, like I was getting into independent wrestling with you, and you you opened this door to me, Mikey. And then AEW did AEW Dark, where I got to see more independent wrestlers. And King was like one of the first people on that on there that I can recall. And man, watching her grow as a wrestler has been a treat. Like every couple like months, maybe weeks, I like look for a match or as it's recent, and she just gets better. And it nice. just makes me really satisfied and really happy for her that she's just become such a good wrestler in the ring. Mm-hmm. That's just nice. I don't know. I just like I. 
Props to King. I, I'll, I'll watch any match that she puts on at this point now. Like, if I see her on a card, I'm like, oh, I'm in for that shit. I'll, I'll hype her up. She's great. Hell yeah. Sorry. All right. Got a That's that dope. There. Let's get into my second match of the week, mm-hmm. which is from Beyond Wrestling, a favorite on this show. Of course. It's, like, all reliable. Yeah. We got Biff Busick, a.k.a. Oni Lorkin, or FK, I guess FKA, formerly known as Oni mm-hmm. Lorkin. Taking on Speedball Mike Bailey, the man who cannot have a bad match, I'm convinced. It's no shot. Uh, and this... Unless... Has not changed it. Damn. I mean, not this, damn, but, like, I mean, our, I suspected. Our theory has continued to be proven <laughs> right, and Mike Bailey continues to have bangers. And this one was an absolute fucking war between these two. I mean, I wouldn't uh, expect any less from these two. Yeah, this is this match is definitely Busick's grappling skills versus Bailey's striking skills. Mm. So it's basically these two just beating the ever loving shit out of each other for <laughs> like for like fifteen minutes. Incredible. Um, yeah, like Bay, like Bailey late, like starts off the match just laying laying kicks and strikes into into Busick. Uh, Bailey then goes for a poison Rana, but, uh, Busick, like, catches him, like, on his shoulders in, like, an electric chair position, but then Bailey just, like, does one big last effort to, like, throw him back, and they mm-hmm. both go back and, like, fall over the top rope to the outside. Whoa. Uh, the, the two start fighting on the outside for a while, uh, Bailey hits a big running knee on Biff, and then... And then Bailey starts throwing kicks right at Biff's chest. Hits mm-hmm. a couple. Goes for like a third one. Uh, Biff catches it. Throws oh. his foot down. Gets Bailey in like an exploder suplex position. And just hucks him back into the apron. Oh! And Bailey just goes back first directly into the corner of the, the ring. God damn. Absolutely brutal looking. Uh, Busick throws him back in. Uh, goes for the... Busick throws him back in, uh, goes for the pin, Bailey kicks out, Biff picks him up, goes to, like, run the ropes for, like, a clothesline, but then Bailey's able to land a huge roundhouse kick, knocking, knocking Busick to his knees, hits a running knee, knocking, Mm. knocking Busick to, like, his hands and knees, and then while he's on his hands and knees, he runs up and he hits an axe kick to the back of Busick's neck. God, that's like the equivalent of, why won't you fucking die? Yeah. Uh, which he doesn't because Busick uh, kicks out. Uh, then Bailey picks up Busick, goes for a suplex, but Biff counters it, picks Bailey up in a suplex position, but instead of falling backwards, mm-hmm. he just drops him face first onto the ropes. Oh! So Bailey just like lands on his gut on the middle rope. Oh, hung out um, to dry, I guess. Yeah, literally hung him out to dry. Ba- uh, Bailey is like recovering in the corner after that like he fell off the top rope and like got up in the corner mm-hmm. and while he's in the corner uh him and biff kind of trade strikes for a second mm-hmm. but then at one point biff is just like he like blocks the strike and hits bailey and then he starts getting pumped up mm-hmm. and he runs to the he runs to the opposite corner charges at bailey full fucking throttle oh jesus that like jumps into him with a european uppercut runs back again 
hits another one, runs back again, hits a third one, Jesus. all at like all at like the speed of a freight truck, just like nailing Bailey. God damn. Um. Then on the third one, Bailey gets reeled, and Biff picks him up, drops him on the top rope again. This time, Bailey's just, like, let, hung over the top rope, just laying there. Literally getting hung out to dry, because he's literally just hanging there. <laughs> and then, Busick, like, picks him up off the top rope in, like, a gut-wrench position. And yeah. he goes for a gut-wrench powerbomb. But when he does, Bailey is able to reverse it into a Hurricane Rana. Ooh. Which, which begins a sequence of these two trying to hit each other. But they keep dodging each other's moves, whether it's, like, a leapfrog, a duck under, like... They are, like, just avoiding any any move they can possibly throw at each other until, eventually, Biff is able to dodge one of Bailey's kicks and come back with a blockbuster. He basically just, like, jump. He basically just, like, vertical leaps over Bailey's head and just flips and just, like, <laughs> boom, hits him with a cutter. And you got him. You boomed him. Yeah. Takes Bailey down. Then, uh, after, after that, Biff tries to go up to the top rope, but... Bailey's able to catch him with a kick and meet him up there. So the two start fighting on the top rope for a while. Mm-hmm. Until Biff finally gets the upper hand, punches punches Bailey in the gut, and then he jumps over him and hits him with a sunset powerbomb. Oh, shit. Ba- uh, Bailey's got his shoulders down, so the ref starts counting. But before the ref can even get to the two count, ba- er, Biff picks Bailey up again, slams him down with a second powerbomb, goes for the pin, Bailey kicks out. Oh my god, what the fuck? But when Bailey kicks out, Biff is able to lock in a crossface, which which has Bailey scrambling to the ropes, gets the rope break. Then the two fight back up to their feet, head back into the corner again, fight up to the top rope once again. Mm-hmm. These two are battling on the top rope, but this time Bailey's able to kick Biff off the top rope and Ooh. land the ultimate weapon. Oh shit. For those who don't know, that's Mike Bailey's finisher, and it's a moon. It's basically a shooting star press meteora to some to the to someone's back. Hits the ultimate weapon, goes to pin Busick. Busick kicks out at like two and seven eighths. Gee, oh shit! Crowd is on their feet at this point, absolutely losing their minds because they're watching an absolute banger happen directly in front of them. Uh. Bailey gets Biff to his feet. The two start beating the the two start absolutely beating the ever loving crap out of each other. Like Bailey starts laying in some of the hardest kicks I've ever seen or I've ever seen Bailey lay in. Then at one point he like is nailing Biff in the chest with kicks and then he loads up and hits him with an open hand smack to the face. And Biff just, like, takes it and slowly turns his head back to Bailey, and it's like, oh, no. And Biff just starts unloading shots on Bailey's chest. Oh. Just absolutely rocking him. Beats him into the corner. Then these two get back up to the top again, but this time Mike Bailey hits a, like, while they're on the top rope, Bailey, like, grabs Biff by the neck and just jumps off the top rope down to the apron and hits Biff with a stunner on the top rope. Ooh. Biff is woozy in the ring. Bailey goes for, like, a jumping a jumping head kick on the ropes, 
but Biff blocks it. Okay. Sp- take, spit, like, Biff blocks it. Bailey is facing the crowd at this point, so Biff just gets up on the second ro- second rope, gets Bailey in, like, a half-Nelson hold, mm-hmm. and then just, fra- while he's standing on the second rope, lifts Bailey up and suplexes him into the ring. Oh! <laughs> Bailey, like, flips over and lands on his face. Mm-hmm. In the middle of the ring. Uh, absolutely ridiculous. Uh, then, Bailey gets up. Biff nails him with, like... Like, after Bailey gets up, Biff mm-hmm. nails him with a lariat. When I say nails him with a lariat, I don't mean just, like, oh, yeah, hit him with a clothesline. Biff, like, went, like, ropes, 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 bam! Oh, no. Got oh. a lot, built up a lot of speed, and turned Bailey inside out with this lariat. Oh, no. Goes to pin him. Bailey kicks out again. But this time when Bailey kicks out, Biff locks in that crossface again. He, like, grabs Bailey's shoulder. Like, you know, he picked up his shoulder. He just, like, grabbed it was like, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. Gets him in the crossface. Bailey's not able to get to the ropes in time. Bailey taps out to this crossface. Biff Busick gets the win. God damn. What the fuck is that match? This match was an absolute banger. Like These two views? killed each other. Yeah, it only has 1,200. This, this match got uploaded five days ago. Has, like... I don't know. Hold on. It has like twelve hundred or fourteen hundred views. It doesn't have. It has doesn't have nearly enough views for what it is. This match deserves everyone in the world to see it like ninety times. Sounds because this match was absolutely a a stunner. Like these two, God killed each other, and I loved every second of it. You describe Uh, a match as a stunner. That's when you know it's fucking good. Absolute. And this, uh, and funny enough, not the first time these two have crossed paths. Mm. They have fought each other. I'm now looking, I was looking through to see, like, how many views this match had. And now that I'm looking at it, there is, they fought at C4. Okay. They fought in CZW. Oh, shit. They fought, that's it, sorry. They fought in in CZW, it looks like they fought in CZW and C4. Mm Mm-hmm. Before this, or I don't know if it's before this one or after this one. Either way, these two have had more matches than this one, and I cannot wait to watch them. Um, nice. This match was uploaded four days ago. Has 2.6k views now on Beyond Wrestling's YouTube channel for free. This is like a pay-per-view level match just for free. Mm-hmm. Go watch it. You owe it to yourself. This is a mark out and a half. And a half. God damn. I loved this match. They, these two take the ever-loving crap out of each other Slaughter. with no with no remorse. I swear, these two before this match were probably like, listen, I'm gonna hit you, like, Biff was probably like, listen, Bailey, I'm gonna hit you hard. And Bailey was probably like, fine, let me hit you hard back. And Biff was like, done. And these two Duh. just like, oh my god, some of the stiffest strikes I've ever seen. God damn. Absolutely brutal. This match blew me away. Loved Sounds it. Sounds like it. Go watch it. No matter who you are, no matter how what fan of if you like professional wrestling, watch Biff Busick and Mike Bailey fucking kick the shit out of each other. <laughs> Absolutely worth it. Awesome match. Awesome, awesome, awesome match. Uh anyway. 
I believe that's all of our matches out of the way this week. Uh, so that just leaves us with our surprise match we both took a look at. Mm-hmm. Which, Zach, do you want to let us know what that was? Sure. So I was in a big man mood this week, and I wanted to see a Calvin Tankman match. But what match would I pick? And then I remembered way back, like months ago, I think, probably longer, my dad was watching MLW, Major League Wrestling. Mm-hmm. And he was saying how Jacob Fatu was going to fight Calvin Tankman at their pay review for the title. And I was like to myself, that'd probably be a great match. And then what do I find on YouTube, Mikey? But this exact match is sitting there. And I was like, all right, MLW, ah, perfect. give me my big Haas match. Boy, howdy, did they give me my big Haas match. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey Batista, do you know what this match was? What was this match, Mikey? <laughs> big, meaty man slapping me. <laughs> It was big, meaty men slapping meat. Two huge dudes just throwing everything they got at each other. And it was awesome. I could just hear everyone's Vince McMahon impression like, Oh, yeah! He's so big! Somebody (laughs) get me a beef rap. I was hoping you'd say the beef rap line. (laughs) Oh, you're fired. Oh, that's sad now. Anyway. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh. Anyway. This match was awesome. Zach, why don't we get into it? Oh, of course. So the beginning of this match, right out the gate, it's just two big boys throwing each throwing themselves at each other, and neither one won to knock each other down because they're like, I'm better than you. No, I'm better than you. It's ba- kind of like the match I went before, but these two are much larger. Mm-hmm. And I love how, like, Tankman decked, like, he just <laughs> knocked Fatu out of the ring, and Fatu, like, had to stand out there infuriated, all mad, while Devari was like, no, no, it's cool, dude, you got this. You're good. You're the champ. He's like, I'm the champ. Yeah, I'm the champ. Yeah, right. He gets to the fucking ring. <laughs> I'm the champ. I'm and the then champ. Calvin just beats his ass and knocks him into the corner. <laughs> Got him. Oh, my God. Like, I just... So, like, Tankman's just on his ass for a bit here, if I recall correctly. Mm-hmm. He's been at a point where he gets to the second rope of, like, a corner and arm drags Fatu from another corner. And then he single, like, drop kicks him into the bottom of, like, of another corner. He's okay. beating down this heavy-handed strikes on Fatu. He throws him into the opposite corner. And then Fatu, as he gets thrown into the corner, hops over onto the apron. Now, Mikey, you love this spot when we went over this spot the first time. So tell the people, what happens after Fatu gets onto the apron? So after Fatu gets onto the apron, Fatu, out of nowhere, just does, like, an AJ Styles, st- like, AJ Styles style flying clothesline uh, and just take, but like Tankman was like all the way across the ring and Fatu is just like, all right, here we go. And just launches himself into Got Tankman. So much more height than he should have been able to get in theory. These two men are huge and they move like they're cruiserweights. It's fucking wild. Like there were some points where I'm like, is this a 205 live match? What is going on? <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, and then there was, like, a, re- a... Right after this, too, like... Even then, like, Fatu had some fucking awesome-looking, like, just... Just as my dad would say, power moves. Oh, yeah. Like, there was one where, like... Tankman booted him in the face, and then he just hit Tankman with, like... God, it was such a good-looking Samoan drop. Like, it gave me flashbacks when I was a kid, and Umaga destroyed Rey Mysterio, I think, with a Samoan drop. And I were going, like, no, he's dead! In my head, like, I was probably like, no, he's gonna lose now. <laughs> he's dead! <sighs> young me, young me was terrified of Umaga because Umaga, fucking awesome wrestler, rest in peace, was, he was a fucking monster of a man. 
Absolutely was. Loved it. So let's see. After this, like, this is where Fatu beats him down for a bit. Like, he, like, chokes out tanking with, like, his wrist tape. He then, like, mm-hmm. uppercuts him in the throat. Very throat-oriented offense for some reason. <laughs> I mean, hey, uh, if somebody can't breathe, they can't wrestle, so. Very true. And eventually he gets Tankman, like, where he's, like, laying in the corner. And Fatu just hits this absolutely gargantuan cannonball on him. <laughs> and then he just mm-hmm. super kicks Tankman in the face. He's, like, laying with his head just, like, lulled on, like, the fucking bottom turnbuckle. He's just like, and I kick you in the face now. And now, yep, just, like, one more for good measure. Then, uh, then Fatu locked in a nerve hold, which I was really surprised to see in, like, pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. But I had sometimes, I mean, if, Hey, sometimes all you gotta do is squeeze some guy's neck real hard. I mean, there's a nerve there. I remember in, in, like, middle school, I had a friend that would mess with that all the time until eventually I just got so used to the experience, it just no longer faced me for a bit. Damn. But it's not comfortable when you get held on. For a man the size of Fatu, I can imagine that it's very painful. Damn, yeah, like to... I bet. I mean, yeah, it's gotta be, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, it's a pinched nerve. It sucks. Oh, God, I did that. I like how well this is happening, too. Like, commentators are talking about, like, how, like, Tankman's got, like, a family back home, and he's fighting for, like, his family, and he, he's starting to hulk up, and he, like, gets up, mm-hmm. and he, he, like, claps Fatu with a big-ass chop. And then yes. Fatu just cuts him off as he's trying to run the ropes with a huge, like, Uso-like flying for, uh, elbow. But granted, he's an NOI family member, so I mean, I'm not, how, why am I surprised that everyone in that family can wrestle like their life depended on it? That's true. And then he like starts talking shit to Tankman. He's like punching him in the face, and Tankman's just getting never fired a good up. I- never a good never, idea. Ever a good idea. Like I hope one of these days we get a teal tag team member where like one of them starts to do it, and the other one like stops. Like no, 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 like, no, 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 no. Let them stay on the ground. Don't. You're shit. just gonna get them fired up. You stop. You stop right now. I feel like it's like a Danhausen like bit just waiting to happen. Yeah, right. So then after that, Tankman gets up, and these two have a fucking slugfest. Oh yeah. Strike two big after meaty strike. men slapping meat. Mm-hmm. Like. I think, like, Tankman gets the better of this. Like, he just pops off, hits several strikes on Fatu, tries to spinning back fist, and Fatu then dodges it and chops him in the chest, and then he goes to run the ropes, and then Calvin Tankman, like a fucking 18-wheeler, just flies off the other set of ropes and just collides with Fatu and sends him out of the ring. He's gone. (laughs) God. And then, because fuck gravity and physics... Fatu's, like, getting up, and Tankman's like, yeah, you're dead now. And he's just, he just runs and suicide dies him as he gets up onto his feet. Oh, my God. Can you imagine the, a dude the size of Tankman no. just flying at you? I would just admit defeat. Like, he would, like, at mid-run, I'd be like, all right, I guess that's my life. He'd hit me, and I just wouldn't get up. I'd just be like, just end the match, couch. Take me out. I'm done. It's just like, it, that's like when you see you see Calvin Tankman, like, running at you, and you just, like put your hands up and just, like, turn around and walk away off the ramp and be like, nope, just count yeah. me out. I'm leaving. Count me out. I'm done. He wins. It's not worth it. Yeah. And then just it's, because... It reminds me of that comic. You ever see that comic where it's, like, the two boxers in the ring mm-hmm. and they're getting ready to box and the one goes, Kame, Kame, and the guy's like, I quit. <laughs> and then in the press conference after, it's like, in the press conference after, it's like, I knew I knew he probably couldn't, but I wasn't going to stick around to see if he could. <laughs> never heard of that that's very funny very good i wasn't gonna stick around fuck that it's basically what it reminded me of it's like what what i would do if i saw calvin tankman like getting ready for a suicide dive i'd be like i quit i'm done i'm done goodbye you win i'll take the cell to this like tankman that hits like a running shooting star on fatu because again fuck gravity yep and then 
Fatu gets up and Tagman goes to hit him with a cutter, but cut Fatu then handstands like to stop himself from hitting the floor, stands up and Tagman sits up and he gets super kicked to the back of the head. And then yeah. Fatu hits him with a rope assisted handspring moonsault. These two are fucking massive and they're hitting this shit. Mm-hmm. And then Fatu gets up, picks Tankman up, Tankman shoves Fatu into the ropes, and on the rebound he decks him with a back elbow to the face. And then brutal. he picks Fatu up, hits him with a backbreaker, throws Fatu off him, and then wipes him out with a huge lariat. Oof. Yeah, this this match is just insane, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and- the, like, 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 like we said before, sometimes it was like, am I watching two hundred five live? What's happening? Mm-hmm. Like, Davari slides in because Davari this whole match has been waving a, a absolutely obnoxiously large contra flag the yep. whole fucking time, just back yeah. and forth. And I'm like, all right, dude, I get it. You fucking love contra. So Davari's waving this fucking obnoxious-ass flag all match. He sees it. Fatu's gonna fucking lose. So he's like, oh, shit. So he slides the flag into the ring. Gets into the ring to attack Tankman? But it's a fucking horrible idea. What what happens to him? Of course it is. Why is it a horrible idea? It's a horrible idea because Tankman... Because, like, the ref is trying to hold back Davari. And Tankman just walks up to Davari and just fucking headbutts him. (laughs) He just headbutts him, and Davari drops like a sack of bricks. Just gone. But while while they're, while he's distracted by that, uh, in the background, uh, Fatu has the flag that Davari was waving, and he like waits for Tankman to turn around. And when he does, he hits him with the back end of the flag, throws the flag out, hits his moonsault finishing move, gets the Fuck. one, two, three, retains his championship. What a bastard! Good looking moonsault though. Indeed, a very good looking insult. But yeah, what a bastard. <laughs> just honestly. He's, he's like, I will fight you, stiff head, just headbutt in the face. Gone. Just bam. Dead. I love what a big guy like Calvin Tankman headbutts somebody. God, it looks so Just good. so sick. You're just like, boom, goodbye. Mm-hmm. Get out of my ring. Goodbye. Be gone from my ring? Yeah, be gone, thought. I felt like I was King Woods there for a hot second. <laughs> Be gone! Bend the knee! <laughs> yeah, so uh, what are we giving this match? Mm, by myself, I-, I gave this match a meh, but now that I'm thinking of you, I-, I feel like maybe... Uh, do you think it deserves a high meh? I'm going for high meh here. I, I, definitely, high I definitely liked it a lot. These two these two really put on a solid, solid wrestling match, and I enjoyed it. They were really yeah, good. Definitely a high meh for me on this one. I'll uh, follow you on the high meh. Calvin Tegman, Jacob Fatu, MLW, go check it out. Yeah, free on YouTube. Yeah, just like just like every just like every ma- every uh, every match on this uh, show. YouTube is so useful. Isn't it so just useful, this type of shit? Isn't it just? <laughs> anyway, that is all of our matches out of the way this week. So that just leaves us with the double down. The double down. This is a segment of the show where me and Zach flash back to last week and watch matches from each other's perspective. Zach. What match did I give you to watch last week? Oh, fucking baby. You gave me Jessica Troy against Kellyanne at MCW. Oh, boy. What did I give you uh, again? And you gave me Insidious One versus Phoebe from Rise. Ah, this one. Who started off on the double down last week? That, oh, my God. My voice cracked. Hold on. Who, start, <laughs> who started off on the, <laughs> who started off on the double down last week? If I'm recalling correctly, I did. All right, then I'll kick us off with Insidious One versus Phoebe from Rise. 
Uh, I'm not gonna go like I, like I do it with every uh, with every double down. I'm not gonna go too far into it because if you want to hear the good, uh, uh, if you want to hear a very good review of this of this match, go check out last week's episode where Zach goes into it pretty deep and talks all about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just gonna go over some spots that I liked here. Uh, I really like uh, there was some very solid basics of wrestling in this one. Good chain wrestling, mm. good selling. Like, very good everything, but it was also, they each had their own, they each played their characters very well. Yes. Uh, like, like you said, like, I think, I think you mentioned this last week, like, the character work in this match was top-notch. Uh, Phoebe being the hula-hooping fun one, and Insidious one being a monster, and being very yeah. scary and spooky. Uh, it was very, very fun contrast in, in character styles, and it made for a very fun match. Very fun, fast-paced match. Mm-hmm. Very uh, fun. Yeah. There was, some, like I said, going over the spots I liked, uh, the arm drag off the top rope from Phoebe was great. Uh, the part where Insidious 1 grabs the hula hoop and chokes Phoebe out with it was very funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, even It's like, that should have been a DQ, but whatever. Guess referee discretion. Yep. Uh, there was a part where, uh, well, and throughout this entire match, I think I liked that Insidious was working Phoebe's shoulder. I think it worked very well for the match, and it was setting up for her finishing move. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there was one point where uh, Phoebe used the hula hoop to uh, fling like to like hula hoop Insidious off. She like flung Insidious off with the hula hoop, and then yep. like it, that was great. Um, mm-hmm. uh, there was one point where Insidious gets on the top rope, but uh, Phoebe is able to get Insidious in the Tree of Woe and hit that big and hit that low elbow, and mm-hmm. then that hip attack uh, into the Fisherman's. Uh, sorry, then she hits like a then she hits a hip attack. Picks her up, hits a fisherman suplex, and then she hits that rolling face buster onto mm-hmm. Insidious one, which was dope. But Insidious kicks out after that, which was insane. Uh, the two trade shots back and forth as they're getting up, uh, really laying into each other. Then there's one point where Insidious one goes for a, a head scissors, but Phoebe catches it, nails a power bomb, gets the one, two, three, and Phoebe wins this one. This match was short, sweet, to the point. Solid match, giving it a meh. Mm-hmm. That's my review on it. I liked it. Like I said, liked it. Short, sweet, good character work, good wrestling. Nothing too like nothing too like over the top. Nothing there. No, no, no like egregious botches. It was just solid wrestling, top to bottom. And I like. I kind of enjoyed the fact that it was short. You know, I like sometimes. Sometimes I like a. A quick, easily digestible match, you know? Like, not every match has to be, like, a 20-minute, like, all right, time to sit down, watch, sit here for 20 minutes, right? Like, it doesn't, like yep. not every match has to be like that. Sometimes sometimes a nice short match does the, does the trick, and I think this one absolutely did the trick, and uh, I give it a, a meh. It was solid. Nice. All right. All right. Uh, so what did you think about Jessica Troy uh, and Jessica Troy and uh, Kelly Ann's match? This is a very good, like hard hitting technical match, but I feel like that's Australia's mark at this point. After all the matches <laughs> I've watched here, basically that's Australia's calling card. It's just hard hitting technical fights. Mm-hmm. So, to Mike, I'm just gonna go over like the brief bits of it that I like. Also, by the way, MCW's YouTube opening intro is fucking epic as hell, and I love so it. So good, so good. Like, I, I whoever, like more corp. More, corporation more wrestling companies need to do that because that shit got me amped and i didn't even know who i all i knew who was troy i didn't even know who kellyanne was i was like all right let's fucking go mm-hmm. i'm ready uh mc mcw uh melbourne pro, uh melbourne championship wrestling for those yes. in the, not in the know so uh, i like the opening sequence of this match quite a bit 
because not only did it show how each how technically sound each of these two were, but how each one is has their own what's the word variety of being tactical. Mm-hmm. Like you've got Troy who's super tactical and efficient, kind of like Dean Malenka, where she's like locking her Fujiwara armbar like whenever she can. And then you got Kellyanne who's like yanking at her hair and her mouth, and she's got her in like a half camel clutch, and like she's just being like she's like ah eh, fuck technical stuff entirely. I'm just gonna beat your ass. Mm-hmm. There's a nice contrast between these two. Yeah, I agree. Like, there was a lot of good spots in this match. There's a lot of good technical wrestling between these two. So one of the spots that I loved a lot, which you talked about, which is just as great, was when Troy was posing on the apron and Kellyanne, like, got up and, like, waist-locked her and just dragged her through the ropes. <laughs> no, and, no, no! <laughs> yeah, it's like fucking, like a, thra- like a slasher movie. And yeah. then she just thrashed her around the ring before just snap dragging suplexer. I'm like, that was like a dog biting on someone's arm and just refusing to let go. Mm-hmm. And then the dog suplexed them, but that's besides the point. <laughs> <sighs> okay. So let's see. Another thing that stood up is Kellyanne has some fucking great strikes here. Like, oh, absolutely. Her, th- her character works great. Her knees look disgustingly brutal. Troy mm-hmm. did a fantastic job of selling it all. Uh, let's mm-hmm. see. There was also... <laughs> I like Troy's comeback after, like, Kellyanne beat her for a lot of this match, where she, like, bit her arm to make her let go, and then she just, like, hit her with an arm drag off the top, and just, it was just a really good arm drag off the top rope that sent Kellyanne crashing that I liked. Yeah. Then, of course, there was, uh, at the spot that I liked after, where Troy, after Troy superplexed Kellyanne off the top, where they just both slapped and chopped the shit out of each other until Troy pump-kicked Kellyanne, and mm-hmm. then Kellyanne... Hit her with the fucking discus Kelbow and just knocked Troy's lights out for like a hot second. The Kelbow. The fucking Kelbow, man. I was just like, damn. Yeah, dude. That thing's brutal. Mm-hmm. I liked how after this, uh, Troy eventually got back into it. And like there was the spot where she had Kellyanne sat in the middle of the ring. And she tried to meteora her in the back then she ducked it and then she didn't move for some reason. And Troy was like, well, fuck it. I'll do it again. And she's yeah, right? it again. It's just like, I, like okay. Alright, sure, you didn't get up. Fuck it. Then there was, um... The next spot that stood out to me after this was when, uh, Troy wrapped herself around Kellyanne like a sleeper hole. Like, she had her legs hooked in, arm around her neck. And then, as you quote Mikey, Kellyanne just full fucking sent it and cannonballed her and Troy into the corner. Yeah. Which is fucking nuts. This shit was, like, something out of, like, the Terminal Combat where, like, um... Kellyanne was like, well, here we go. Where Justice just threw him and... I think it was, uh, Mikowski out of the ring. And I was just like, fucking sent it. Just just went for it. And then she hit her finisher, like, her cannibal finisher, which I feel like it was, like, a... It was, like, this weird name. It's, like, a good night, um... Good night... Ugh, fuck me, I can't remember the name of it right now. Oh, me neither. Anyhow, we'll cut that out. Yeah, it's fine. And I just love the way this spot looked. I've never seen, like, a spot like this. It's a great fucking spot. Also very mm-hmm. dangerous. It fucked up. But still great. Oh, yeah, but it went it went well for what I yes. saw. What I wasn't fucking expecting, though, but I fucking loved it because it was brutal as fuck, was that Kellyanne then finished her off with a fucking disgusting package pile driver. And, like... The reason I like this is because before this happened, Troy locked in, like, her Fujiwara. It was really deep in. Like, she looked mm-hmm. like she was going to rip Kellyanne's arm off. And, like, these two would use everything. And I just... I like how... I'm always a fan when wrestlers have to adapt mid-match and pull out, like, a new move to beat their opponent with after they've kicked out of everything under the sun as opposed to just spamming their finisher. Yeah. 
And, like, it just, to me, sells how much of a threat their opponent was. They had to, like, dig into, like, the fucking bottom of the bin to find something that's like, all right, maybe this will beat them finally. Mm-hmm. It's good. I liked it. And Kelly looked... Kelly was like, fuck... <laughs> Kelly looked like she just won a bar fight. She's like, fuck yeah. I fucking won. <laughs> fuck this bitch. And then mm. Kelly... And then fucking Troy just looked fucking infuriated that she just lost that. And I was like, yeah. some good shit right there. Again, we're gonna, like, to, oh. we're gonna have to mark this episode explicit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. But yeah, no. Australia goes get it down. This match is a high man for me. It's a good ass match. Yeah, it was. Uh, I I very much enjoyed it. Uh, I'm, and I'm glad you liked it as well. Oh yeah. All right. Well, that is all of our matches out of the way this week. Uh, for real this before, time. Before yeah, for real this time. Before we get to the plugs, though, I do we do have one announcement. Uh, we want to make. Oh, baby. Next week, me and Zach are going to try something a little different with this show. Change is always good. Got to yeah. evolve. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Got to evolve. Got to move Got to move forward. Like, we're like sharks. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so the, what the change is going to be is me and Zach are going to try. We're going to stop watching matches individually. What we're going to try to do is instead watch three matches per week and we're both we're gonna when both of us are gonna watch each match mm-hmm. so we can give you the full review from the both of us for every match we watch that's Facts. what i think we're gonna stick with next week don't worry there still will be a double down because we did we do have matches we want each other to watch i would imagine mm-hmm. but after that there probably won't be any more double downs <laughs> Depending we'll see how it on goes. It, Test depending it out. on yeah, depending on if if you you listeners like the new format or not, uh, uh, yeah. So just let it, so like I said, we're gonna try something new next week. If you like it, cool. If you if you don't, we'll go back to the old thing. No yep. big deal. We just want to we just want to test it. We, we 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 figured out that we like the energy we have on this show when we're both talking about something together as opposed to talking alone and having the other respond basically to a, about a match they haven't seen yet. It felt a little weird, so we're gonna try to do. We're gonna try to uh, keep the energy up uh, and watch all three matches together. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes next week uh, with those matches. We don't have them yet, so yeah. Uh, Ideally, we'll let you, we'll let you guys know. Like like you said, like we just keep this energy we have in the double down through the whole thing, and plus the episode might will be shorter, so it'll be easier for you to listen to. Exactly, exactly. We'll we'll be doing less matches instead of it instead of it being uh, four matches instead of what is it? It's four matches. Four normal uh, matches, a match you and I watch a, together, and then a double down if they if you go through all of ex- that six. Exactly. If, instead of six matches a week, you're gonna we're gonna try to cut it down to three matches a week, make it a little more digestible, make it a little easier on us to watch all this wrestling, and make These it a little easier a on better. you to listen to the podcast since it'll be not an hour and fifteen minutes long. Hopefully, um, so we'll see. We'll get. We'll, we'll, we're gonna try that out. Uh, see how that goes. So next week's gonna be a little bit different, but Indy Waters isn't going anywhere. Uh, we're still going to bring you some fun independent wrestling matches, uh, just in a different way than usual. That's all. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, now that just leaves me with the plugs. Uh, I'm going to leave them short and sweet because we're already going pretty long this episode. This is the second time we recorded it, so I'm tired. <laughs> uh, so go check us out uh, on all the social medias. Facebook, Cannot Wrestling Podcast. Basically, anywhere you can find us. It's like Facebook, YouTube. Uh, we are wrestling, uh, count out a wrestling podcast network on Twitter. We are at count out pod. If you want to interact with us over on Twitter, let us know how you like next week's episode. Talk to us. We'd love to hear, uh, we'd love to hear fan feedback. 
Uh, and if you want to know anything else about the network, go check out countoutpod.com where you could you could shop for merchandise, you could learn about the host of the shows, you could learn about all the different podcasts, you could see art, you could see the archives, see some retired shows we used to have, or you could become a member over there and uh, for $5 a month you could subscribe to the, you could subscribe and become a member of the Countout family. What that gets you is exclusive audios uh, that only members hear. Uh, we have a bunch of fun stuff in there from all the different shows here on the Countout Network. Lots and lots and lots of content and even more coming out uh, down the pipeline. So if you want to become a member and get exclusive content, go subscribe over at Countout, uh, CountoutPod.com Countout slash membership. Uh, and that's $5 a month. And that $5 a month, you can put it towards whatever podcast you want to put it towards. Uh, and we would really greatly appreciate that. Uh, we, we work really, we all work really, really hard here at the Canada Network. And, you know, it's, it, it would be nice, but also we do just appreciate you listening and being here at all. So thank you either way. And if you want to go subscribe, you may go do that at countoutpod.com slash membership. Zach, do you have anything, do you have any personal plugs? Nope. Maybe one day though. <laughs> me oh right i have one more plug uh go check out twitch.tv slash countout uh where we do fun stuff like streaming happy hour every thursday and we and ryan streams uh ryan and scotty scotty wrestling stream uh ring post radio every saturday morning uh or sunday morning it's one of the weekends go check them out go check them out uh over at twitch.tv slash countout uh we would love for you guys to hang out with us and uh chill while we record some record some episodes live i think you'll really like it uh we have we have a good time over there and this thursday on happy hour it's time me and ryan oh, baby me and ryan we have the uh we have a uh aew full gear pick'em sheet that we will be filling out before we go live and have all of our answers uh ready and whoever whoever gets the most answers right, gets the most points on the pick'em sheet, will become the new happy hour champion. So, if you want to see a, if you want to see some some heat between me and Ryan, come check it out this Thursday at eight thirty. Uh, I think you'll really appreciate it. So that's tomorrow, actually. Now that I'm thinking about it, <laughs> time of release of this episode. God, I hope you take that belt off of him. Oh man, I hope so too. Anyway, uh, that's all the plugs out of the way, so that just leaves me with one thing left to say, and that is to remember that there is a gigantic sea of independent wrestling out there. So never stop exploring. Hi guys, this is Lauren. 
This is Michael. And this is your Dose of Death podcast. If you're genuinely curious about the world of deathmatch wrestling, look no further as me and Mike have you covered on all things in the world of deathmatch wrestling, whether it's interviews, show reviews, or everything in between. We have you covered on all things deathmatch wrestling, whether it's past, present, or future. And you're probably wondering where you can go support us. You can find Your Dose of Death podcast on all major podcast platforms, especially along with the Countout Network of Podcasts. And also, you can support us on the Countout Patreon, as we have exclusive content only on the Patreon for all of our listeners. We hope that you go listen to Your Dose of Death podcast very soon. And see you at the show. This has been a Countout Podcast.